Welcome to True Independent Media, Real News Live. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be across this beautiful blue-green globe of ours. Welcome to Real News Live, uh, Friday night, fun time edition. I'm your host, Mike Barra in Seattle, Washington, and I am drinking uh, Dr. Pepper. It's actually already, it's probably already New Year's Eve in Australia. In some parts of the world, it's already New Year's Eve day, and they're working towards New Year's Eve, but uh, that's what I'm drinking tonight. I'm joined tonight, as usual, with the usual Friday night crew with... Candace Whitelight somewhere in Montana. Candace, how are you and what are you drinking tonight? Hey, Mike, I am doing good and I'm going to go with uh, some uh, sublime lime tonight. It's a uh, one of my favorites with the uh, Synergy kombucha. Good for me. Cool, cool. All right. And uh, the man over there sort of kitty corner to me, Somewhere east of California, TV's Blake Wally. Blake, how are you tonight on this New Year's Eve Eve, and what are you drinking? Doing well. It's uh, been an eventful week, and it was the yeah the brutal cold. It's finally uh, warming up, and I'm ready to uh, celebrate New Year's Eve. And tonight, I'm doing with the uh, going with the uh, the rosé bubbles. So another Ooh. champagne for New Year's Eve Eve. The Rosé Bubbles. All right. And the uh, other member of the cast here, Dr. Brooks Agnew, somewhere in the Carolinas. We don't know exactly where, but where it was 60-something, 65 degrees today. Brooks, what are you drinking on this? Yes, it was good. It was good. Uh, Well, we uh, we started early, uh, about polished it off. (laughs) Wow. Honey, wow, Jim that's going to be a, a drunk uh, welcome to everybody who's who, what is somebody's drinking Bailey's straight from the bottle. Ooh, that's brave. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome everybody, and a happy new year to everyone. Happy almost 2023. Uh, Todd Gibbs is drinking a Cabernet. Ron Davidoff, Uncle Ron, is drinking vodka in spirit. Okay, well, I personally, my liver. I don't think that counts. That doesn't count. Yeah, my. My liver's gonna <laughs> gonna sleep in tomorrow and uh, get ready for tomorrow night. So uh, no no major drinking for me tonight. But it's great to have everybody here. Great to have uh, you with us tonight on the show. Uh, we decided I decided to call it Friday Night Fun Time instead of Friday Night Frolics because Friday Night Frolics I really stole from Doomcock and I was on a show with Doomcock last night and he was. I don't know. I just didn't, I feel bad about it. So we're gonna call it, we're gonna come up with a new name Friday Night Something. But right now it's fun time. So if you guys can come up with another title, I would truly appreciate that. Okay, let's get right into the news and uh, talk about what's going on. I guess the 
I, I'd love for it to be positive, but there really isn't much positive except, well, Brooks, why don't we start with your favorite subject? Why don't we start with Ukraine? Why don't we change our background and start with Ukraine and Russia? And um, really interesting because there is rumors going on. Uh, let me get uh, let me get the screen up. There are rumors going around that the Russians are preparing to start an offensive into Ukraine like they need to. Uh, anyway, Russian forces conducted another massive series of missile strikes against Ukrainian critical infrastructure on December 29th. Blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov reiterated on December 29th that Joe Biden is president of nothing. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It doesn't say that. Uh, Russian commit <laughs> to genuine negotiations. Yeah, because the Russians are the ones that don't want to negotiate. And to recognize Ukraine as an independent actor in negotiations. Yeah, sure he did. Uh, lie after lie after lie. Basically, they're saying Russian forces are getting ready to invade. And, and uh, Brooks, I also wanted to let you know that I saw a, um, a hashtag on Twitter, which was called Ukraine Will Win. And I went there and I posted, of course, everybody's favorite picture. Who's winning? You can see it from space. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is Russia. This is Belarus. This is Poland. Uh, this is uh, Turkey. This is the Crimea. And that's Ukraine. And it, it's got so little electricity. This is, of course, like a month or two old. It looks like the Black Sea. I mean, literally, the Black Sea has almost as many bright dots. That's Kiev. That's Moscow. Slight difference. There's no power in, in the whole place. Um, the Russians are starving them out. Why don't we start with what's going on in Ukraine and what you actually expect to happen over these next couple of weeks? Because I, you can't trust a single thing that you see in the mainstream. No, no, you can't. And, and you know, Russia has many allies and they have several several different strategies of course they have 111 allies which are now trading with them openly and we have a a plot by the uh, virtual joe and his gang of criminals to lower the price of oil to 60 dollars and actually putin's going hmm you know 60 dollars that's about the price of uh, one gram of gold so we will continue to sell you oil but we're not going to accept dollars any longer. You're now going to have to pay us with one gram of gold for each barrel of oil. Now, if that goes through, we're looking at gold at around $3,000 an ounce. That'll be a big boon for a lot of people, but it'll be very bad for the U.S. dollar. That's one strategy. The other is good old old man winter. It is closing in on Ukraine like, like you would not believe. And let me tell you, Amelie's uh, hot chocolate is the key to world peace. And they don't have any in Ukraine. Uh... It's cold. It's cold. And the ground is hard. And when the, when the missiles come in now, there's no place to run. And so the Biden administration has approved a whole bunch more money to go to Ukraine, but it is going to go right into the black hole. And all those Abrams tanks and all those uh, predator, predator drones. And let's see, there was one other asset. Oh, yes, the Patriot missile. They all know where those are, and they're going to be targeted, and it's going to be over for Ukraine. And I have to I have to say one thing, one word, one key word everyone should pay close attention to, and that is the word treason. That is what happened in the U.S. Congress last week when the uh, uh, actor who plays uh, chopsticks with his penis on a piano 
in yeah. his green pajamas, showed up in Congress, and they raised the Ukrainian flag. That is treason in the House yeah. of Congress. And yeah. I'm so proud of Congresswoman... Uh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Well, I want to say Bobert and also oh. uh, uh, Matt Gates, who did not stand up and did not applaud during mm -hmm. uh, the actor's visit to Congress. Um, yeah, there was that. And of course, there was a ridiculous funding bill. Uh, TV's Blake Wally, um, the situation in Ukraine, I mean, a Russian offensive against what? The Ukrainians have nothing. Um, NATO's got some stuff there. It's uh, going to get taken out. So what, you know, what, what are we talking about here? I mean, what? There's going to be this bombardment of propaganda if if Russia does make any. Oh, it's already food. started. But I don't I don't know why they would because they're already, as far as I know, Brooks, they're pretty much holding. Well, all you saw the fake want, video. Right? They're holding everything. You saw the fake video that they put out with the U.S. soldiers that were running from house to house, and the incoming artillery was coming in, and they go, "Oh no, well, that was close." It's all fake. It's yeah. all fake. That is a bunch of U.S. soldiers running around in an empty town. And there's no artillery. Let me tell you something. When artillery comes in and it hits, there's a shock wave, and it shows up on the your cam that you're carrying, and it shakes, and you see dirt, and you see stuff flying all over the place. It was just sound effects and no artillery. It was all fake. Yeah, yeah. So, Blake, I mean, uh, what do you expect? We keep waiting for this thing to escalate to its final confrontation, which is NATO against um against russia and hopefully i think we're kind of hoping that that's what gets biden removed from office when he tries to start world war three i mean what you got any thoughts on this or how do you see it flowing i guess they're just going to drag this out as long as possible and they get like the the money laundering that they've got uh, going on they're going to keep uh, feeding uh Zelensky the, uh, the taxpayer funds and they're going to keep uh, nato in there they could get into a lot of trouble once uh, all the information is uh, revealed about uh the bio labs and whatever else they're they're pulling and whatever else they're trying to hide their money in so it, yeah the whole country's a big money laundering operation they got too much at stake but they can't do anything too stupid or, uh, you know, Putin's going to uh, react with <laughs> bigger force. So it's a, it's a dangerous situation, and we can't trust any of our um, elected leaders to uh, really do the right thing. They're, they're happy to uh, give a, a blank check to uh, Ukraine, or at least 90% of them. So, yeah, it's... Um, We'll see. I, I, I don't know how long this could drag out. As long as uh, they can keep getting uh, money and, I guess, NATO troops or mercenaries or whoever they have to hire to uh, to continue to uh, to fight. So, but yeah, as, as Brooks is saying, it's going to play to the uh, Russians' advantage as this gets into the really uh, the cold winter, and we'll see uh, how they uh, respond to that. Yeah, it's. Um... You know, it, it's a it's a bizarre situation in that I, I've never seen a news narrative so detached from reality. Yeah. As, as the Ukrainian one. And and it's like um, people can people really be this stupid? They they can't. I, I can't believe anybody really thinks the Russians are losing. I mean, that one picture from NASA, which, by the way, they probably got in big trouble for releasing because it shows you who's winning and it's not the Ukrainians, the NATO backed Ukrainians. I, 
I, I just wonder, like, how much longer can this bullshit go on? Because it is complete bullshit. And it, it's just like, Candace, what's going on with the propaganda war? Um, you know, uh, I, I just don't get... I just don't get what the left thinks they're doing because who's going to buy this shit? Nobody, it, and I don't think there's any support whatsoever anywhere except the the U.S. Congress and an utterly corrupt deep state for going to war over Ukraine. There's no support anywhere in the U.S. Is there? Am I wrong? Uh, no, it's it's beyond any sort of reasonable evaluation, and I uh, just found a a meme that Elon Musk just put up, and I'll send it to you. It's, uh, what if I told you the only way to escape the matrix is to unlearn everything that you have been taught right. and rebuild your entire belief system based on critical thought and yeah. analysis? Actually, uh, I have that. I have that here, Candice. Let me, let me go. You uh, should put it up because it is it brilliant yeah. because what we're stuck in right now is an information war that has never happened in our entire history. Most of us should be used to it by this point, but uh, they really put the pedal to the metal with the uh, Omni bill, you know, $1.7 billion or something and, and 400,000 or 400 million to the Ukraine for what? I mean, these people are entirely out of their minds because we're broke. There isn't any money to send them. What what do they think they're doing? Yeah. And then, of course, it's filled with all of these pork projects that are insane. I mean, I I kind of tried to read through the whole thing because that was brought together in a secret meeting that they brought everybody to the Capitol and you know voted on this and and it's like no, I I don't think that happened. I mean, I, I'm I'm looking at it from a viewpoint that, you know, that they are basically out of ideas. They're out of any control in this situation. And basically what I looked at in terms of what's going on in the Ukraine is that we are going to slaughter the Asimov army to a man. Sure. And that is with the uh, Russian help. And they, in a very targeted way, are going to do that and then walk away. Well, so, you know, I feel sorry for the people that are left there. But, you know, they've been living with this for way too long and they're just done. So, yeah. um, I mean, I don't know if there's any other solution at this point. Well, I mean, that's the thing is we're where are we going with this? Because um, I, I, I don't, you know, I, <laughs> the, the disconnect from reality is so great that um, it just doesn't make, it just doesn't make any sense. It's like, well, you know, there's no consensus, there's no UN, there's uh, all these institutions that are beating the drums for war in Ukraine are discredited. Nobody believes in them anymore. I mean, it, mm -hmm. you know, maybe, Maybe twenty or thirty percent of the population who are insane, um, you know, buy this, but nobody else does. Adam was just in um, near the Ukraine border um, in po in Poland. The Polish nationals can't stand the Ukrainians. They came over the border, took the EU displacement funds, and then fucked off back to Ukraine. Um, 
I, I, you know, I mean, I saw something that they're trying to show pictures of Russians are fleeing the Crimea over this bridge, you know, because because Russia is failing and it's like that's not happening. That's garbage. It's like what? How? I, I'm trying to sort out how are we going to how are we going to force this down people's throats to the point that they wake up. Brooks, anybody have an idea? I mean, well, what's I mean that's, happen? Some, does something have to happen? Like a nuclear strike or something has to do something to make it? what we have up? here, we have the court of public opinion. And everybody sees it. Everybody, worldwide, 4 billion people, 5 billion people see this. Mm -hmm. The problem is there is no authority in the United States to administer justice. That's the problem. Yeah. Justice is being denied there is no department of justice there is no law enforcement there is i'm sorry to say no military and that's why i put out the meme this week look i know you put on the whole armor of god now it's time to sharpen your swords right right and that's uh, that's how i would look at it as as well i you know i mean I, I just i can't see where we go from here because i don't think war is going to happen um between the us and russia i i don't think that's going to be ha happening but then I, I again i don't see who's going to step in and and we have a further problem which is that we were all hoping you know brazil was going to turn into something and um you know guess what uh, Bolsonaro, where is it? Uh, yeah, Bolsonaro has fled the country um, for the USA. The rumor is he's going to be at Mar-a-Lago on New Year's Day. Um, he said the military is not going to step in. They've had these massive uh, pro-democracy protests, massive protests for Bolsonaro. That stuff appears to be all... Um, all true yet the military won't do anything nothing's happened the country's going to fall to the communists and you know the military is the only way crowd it kind of makes them look am i not getting am i not getting my screen going here hang on well i mean the thing about it is we don't want to become brazil we don't want to become brazil and i've been saying well since since january 6th oh that's it weird. doesn't matter if a million of us go to washington and we did and we told them, we know what you did. We know what you did. You didn't get away with it. We saw it. It doesn't right. matter. It wouldn't matter if 5 million of us went to Washington. Protests don't work. They don't work. Are we? Are you guys seeing this, the screen, the, the Gateway Pundit screen? Are you yeah. seeing it? Okay, yeah. good. All right. Just want to check something. Just something something weird happened there that has not happened before. Okay. So, you know, Candace, if this is a preview of what's going to happen in America, nothing's going to happen in America. And Joe Biden is going to continue to occupy the White House or some of the time forever. Well, I, I don't believe that he really is in charge of anything. Um, you know, I wasn't able That's to watch. A, well, you know, this is. They just got ordered to take their container wall down. I know what I would have done if I was governor. I would have yeah. said, come and take it, asshole. <laughs> yeah, come and take it. Well, it's just like uh, Gitmo, you know. Um, we've got a lot of odd reports coming through, but that, uh, 
you know, this was a case where it has been built up. It's all ready to receive people. And in fact, I believe there's they're already functioning as a court and as a um, an actual uh, studio where they're, you know, recording everything that they've done. But um, I think that there is something that's coming down the pike that is going to change everything. And it happens to be this uh, petition that's in front of the SCOTUS right now that they actually asked for them to uh, send an update on uh, the Brunson brothers. And these are guys that are just uh, pro se that they have done all this work for two years. They, they, you know, basically went sideways about the, uh, you know, 10th Circuit, and now um, they're ready to act. I, you know, the the day they've got it going into uh, committee is uh, significantly uh, January 6th, which was the day that two years ago that this entire fraud was perpetrated on the American people. So now they have amicus briefs that are coming in from all sorts of states. The leading one came in yesterday from California, from a, a group that is representing the new California. And I went, whoa, I didn't even know about those guys, but it was a very organized uh, agreement that they put into the court where they, um, you know, support the, the uh, justices of voting in a, an affirmation to have removed um, 200 and um, 85 individuals, 385, 385, 385 yes, and uh, then uh, Pence and uh, Biden and Harris. So, you know, this is something they can do at any time. It is under the Emergency um, Preparations Act, and they are going to be able to uh, basically clean house. And that is what we're waiting for is the right timing. I think that this has all been predetermined. I said this a long time ago. This is going to precipitate the entire uh, collapse of the federal government. And for my viewpoint, I'm going to be on the top of my the roof of my house if I can get there, you know, <laughs> basically uh, screaming and blowing a trumpet if I had one, uh, because it is uh, the moment where we all are going to see what has been done behind the scenes in a very real way, as I like to say. So um, I have hope that this is going to be done, um, you know, in a very quick, decisive way. And uh, boy, I tell you, when those guys get their pink slips, they're not coming back. And that's going to put the whole thing into motion in terms of uh, the new republic. So um, I, I want that to be true. And, and as Uncle yes. Ron points out, don't forget that SCOTUS took down Roe versus Wade, which is an indication that we're moving into a republic. But I I got to check in with my barometer for for this kind of thing, who is TV's Blake Wally. So, Blake, <laughs> what do you think is going to happen on January 6th? Do you think they're going to rule in favor of the Brunson brothers and um, we're going to um, we're going to have a big shift in the whole because that. That decision, sending it back to the states or whatever for election fraud, that is truly what would start this whole scenario, which almost plays like a science fiction scenario. I mean, by the time you get done with the med beds and everything, Blake, what do you think the chances are that's going to happen? How optimistic are you, my barometer? How are you? What What do you think? Uh, 
Unfortunately, I'm not that optimistic. And after you know, we saw Bolsonaro, Brazil, uh, we've seen the, the continued problems uh, in our face with uh, Maricopa County, Arizona. And yeah. You know, yeah, the Brunson thing, Yeah, I'm hoping for that big home run because we need it because there really is no faith beyond that. We make our stand on Arizona and I'm, I'm not enough. I haven't researched enough of the, the Brunson thing, but it's coming up, so I'm sure we'll be uh, covering it. It'll be a hot topic for a while without a game-changing thing. And then without, like, you need some good people to uh, to come in and, and take over, and I don't know where those people are. We, we have a hard enough time getting a, a good judge to make a decision. Um, you know, the deep state has really got their hooks in everything, and it's it's been just a, a yeah, big battle. I mean, Carrie Lake could not have proven her case more decisively, and judge still just ruled completely against her without basis. So, and the judge isn't swinging from a noose. So, what's the deal with that, right. Brooks? Well, the judge actually made a statement. He said, This is not the court to make that decision. He said that Carrie Lake does have uh, several points uh, that, were, that were legitimate. And so what this did is it springboarded it to the appellate court. So this is the, the Carrie Lake uh, 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 appeal is not dead. It is very much alive and it's supported by the by the lower court. That is to say, the judge that just said, well, I'm going to I'm going to decide in uh, Katie Hobbs uh, favor. But the evidence shows that there was malfeasance. And remember, we've had, what, 12 elections that have been redone for way less than this way less than this yeah. uh the other thing to point out i want to just bring to everybody's remembrance what this whole brunson thing is about it's about uh article six in the constitution article six in the constitution talks about freedoms that are guaranteed by the constitution and are uh the elected officials are by oath and affirmation uh commit to protecting these five freedoms. And one of those freedoms is the freedom to redress government with grievances. But those grievances were brought in 2020 yeah. about the election. And Congress willfully and decisively did not yeah. uh, listen to those grievances. That's a violation of Article 6. And because they made an oath and an affirmation and they violated that article, not an amendment, an article of the Constitution. The Brunson brothers brought this case. And even though it was eloquent, uh, it was actually the clerk of the court, the clerk of the Supreme Court that coached them that they could uh, not only make this case, but they could file it under a national emergency, which right. they did. Now, be right before, I think the day before, that it was supposed to go on the docket, the Tenth Circuit stepped up and actually uh, made their ruling that they were not going to they were not going to decide on it. So that took it out of the national emergency realm, but it actually put it in the realm in the court of uh, in the in the playing field of the Supreme Court. And so I think that they coached them to do this. It's a very clean case. It is not uh, brought by an extraneous party. It's brought by the people. Right, and so I think the Supreme Court is actually going to make a decision on this. I don't think it's going to be January sixth. I'm I'm with Blake here. I think they will punt, and I think it will be somewhere around May or June. Yeah. But 
the fact that this sword of Damocles is hanging over 385 members of Congress, and that includes some of the senators and uh, the executive branch and Vice President Pence, is very daunting and is very scary that this branch of government, they, they do have the authority. I, I misspoke earlier saying no one has the authority. They do. If they decide that this is true, then continuity of government kicks in. And all those people, military and otherwise, that have been trained to stand in those places of all these congressmen, they're going to be booted out and, by the way, forbidden from holding government office ever again for the rest of their lives. Yeah, They're standing, they're standing ready to go. They're trained. They're authorized and they are ready to go under uh, continuity of government. So never fear the United States will survive. All right. All right. Um, save your predictions and for the end of the I show. Just, I, I want to add to that uh, just briefly. Is it, a, it, it is actually a part of the First Amendment, the redress of grievances. Right. So this is actually a constitutional case. And that's why they have given it the Emergency Powers Act, because it does stand right now. The other case was dismissed, but that didn't change the status of where this one sits. They can rule on it anytime to the point that they can actually put it into play. In other words, they can they can call the marshals, the U.S. marshals up. In fact, they already have been served papers once when they first got involved with this with the supreme court they they required that they be served the all the people that were on the other side of the suit the defendants right so they took uh, uh, quite a few marshals that walked in to the actual Congress and served them with this same paperwork. It's the same paperwork the 10th had and is sitting now in front of the SCOTUS. And they are able, with this Emergency Powers Act, to act on it at any moment. They don't have to wait for anything. And I, I can tell you, they're not going to allow on the 20th of January, which is the date that all of the new Congress would come in, and then they will be in Republican control. Do you think they're going to wait for that? Well, because again, what, yes, you're giving away your predictions. Remember, I want I want three to five predictions at the end of the show. But well, yeah, <laughs> I, I won't address this one. I'm going to count I mean, that, that's one you should write down. But yeah, that's yeah. a good question because. You know, I mean, literally, you know, Jen says we're going to get good news on New Year's Day. I don't know what that is. It could be something financial, could be something governmental, could be the Supreme Court decision. As Candace points out, they can, absolutely can um, rule on it on New Year's Day if they wanted to. Right, Candace? Well, they could do it on any day. They could have done it today. It's just that what is going on is right now is that they're waiting for everything to align with them to be able to serve this and to actually be able to, you know, deal with the aftermath, which is really, I think, the most important thing that should be on people's minds is you can do this act, but then what comes after? You've got to have, and, and what Brooks pointed out is extremely apt, You've got to have the battle plan in place. And so that is continuity of government. And it also has to do with something that is very important, which is 
how are you going to redress these grievances of the 2020 election? Mm -hmm. That is a very crucial thing. And what do you do? You bring President Trump in and you have to inaugurate him to the presidency, which is going to actually be fairly simple. He never, ever conceded. So he basically, and particularly if he is still the commander in chief, which everybody thinks that he is. And so what you've got is a clear cut path that then they have to be ready for the whatever ammunition that the left is, you know, got in their quiver still, because they'll launch it, let me tell you, because this particular moment in time where they had the shit show last week with the whole thing with the Ukrainian supposed president who never returned in the same place, plane that he came here in, supposedly, It ended up in Saudi Arabia and cruising around the Gulf of Tonkin. You know, it was like, you know, okay, well, that's fine. Well, it's a blue and white that was given the actual procedure, you know, to to bring him here. He landed and, and came off the plane. And yet, you know, we don't really know who's real and who's not real. What is this that is being shown to us? And We've said this since the get-go. The whole thing has been fabricated. So this is waiting for the normies. Not anymore. Not at this point in time. You're either with us or you're going to crack in half. Let me tell you, this is going to destroy everything that they ever built up. And this is the beginning of the dam breaking. And that along with Twitter, which they just uh, launched. And, well, this is, I'll go into this later. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, Laura says, so if the SCOTUS passes it, how do they take the 388 out of the buildings? Hopefully tarred and feathered and in chains. That's how I would like to see it happen. In fact, I'd like to see them just get popped right there in the building. Uh, But that's just me. Um, Yeah. Okay. So, you know, again, the Twitter files continues to be released. That continues to be an issue. But something else came up today that uh, we should talk about, which is that... Once again, the, the Democrats, the January 6th committee, somehow won their case to release the private tax records of a private person, Donald Trump, um, which are nobody's fucking business and which the law says you cannot do. So the judge that ruled on, judges that ruled on those also need to go to the gallows for violating their judicial oath. Amen. Which is under the Articles of Confederation, by the way. Um, so... But they did anyway, and guess what? Of course, it turns out that he is, uh, as we suspected, he's rich, uh, he's smart, he follows the law, there's no dirt on him whatsoever, and he paid all of his taxes. Um, right on. Include Unlike other, Al Sharpton. On their 2015 federal return, Trump and his wife declared negative income of $31.7 million with a taxable income of zero. They paid federal income taxes of $641,931. So he used all the advantages of the system. In 2016, they had a negative income of $31.2 million with $0 of taxable income, and he paid $750 in taxes. We knew that already. Uh, and 27 again, negative income, total income in 2018 of 24.4 million with a taxable income of 22.9 million. And they paid 999, about a million dollars in taxes. And in 2019, the Trump's declared 4.4 million in total income, 
2.97 in taxable income. So basically he worked the system exactly the way you're supposed to, followed the law, and they got nothing. So did anybody think that this was going to be a something burger? I didn't. Blake, um, what do you think Trump's taxes show us about Trump, that he's what we thought he was? Yeah, he probably doesn't do it himself. He's got some smart people that uh, do it for him, and they make they, they know where to get all this, maximize his uh, return, and you know minimize the amount that he owes, and that's totally fine and acceptable. And everyone in his position would do the same thing. But yeah, the liberals have been freaking out about this for uh, years, trying to get that gotcha and go take down Trump. But um, <laughs> that's another yeah, where it didn't go quite go as they uh, had planned. So. But they'll dig through it and try to make something out of nothing anyway, because they got nothing else to do except complain about Trump. Blake, if there was anything in there, they would have already gone through it and they would have been ready with press releases today. And they didn't. They had nothing. So absolutely fucking nothing. Now, uh, Brooks, people say Brooks, I was 14 suddenly. People say that this is going to give them the Trump people, uh, the angle to say, well, now we can go after Obama's taxes. Now we can go after Nancy Pelosi's taxes. Do you think that that is part of the plan? I know Candace probably wants to comment on this, but I'm going to start with you. Well, I don't know if it's part of the plan, but it's going to be part of the backlash because now there's going to be not only a public outcry, but there's going to be an official outcry once the Republicans take over the majority in Congress. Hey, we want to see Biden's taxes for the next last six years. We want to see where all the money laundering took place. What about this? What about that? What about this? This in undeclared income, that undeclared uh, 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 federal election commission filing. It's going to open Pandora's box for them. And like I've been saying for, I don't know, about 21 months now, where is the conga line of lawyers lined up to go after these fraudulent fuckers. Oh, they're out there. And they're going to be empowered come January 7th. You watch. Okay, so um, yeah, Trump may or may not have played them like a fiddle. Candace, uh, do you think that this tax situation, I mean, the way I look at it, um, again, we knew they weren't going to find anything in Donald Trump's taxes. They didn't. Rob Reiner was going on and on a couple of days ago on Twitter about, oh, wait till we see Trump's tax returns. We're going to be you know, indicted for this and indicted <laughs> for that. And of course, and today the, Trump, the tax returns came out and now he's back to, oh, well, there's no question that Trump stole top secret documents and took them to his house, which of course... Uh, by the way, as Phil pointed out, and I hate to say, as Phil Goodluski pointed out on his show, which you should watch if you want, Candace, if you want great detail on this, you should go to MikeBear.com and watch uh, the continuity show by Phil Goodluski, which is right there on MikeBear.blogspot.com. Um, they don't have anything on that. There's documents that actually give absolutely categorically, undeniably give Trump the right to. Uh, to have removed those documents as his presidential records, period. And that's not going to go anywhere anyway. But the, the left is already now, oh, now we're going to indict him for this. We're going to indict him for that. But it's like, give me a break. Uh, isn't The thing is, though, Kenneth, 
the joy of seeing Rob Reiner squirm is small by comparison <laughs> that it will be bring to me to see him cry when Trump becomes president again. And then shortly thereafter, where he's arrested and dragged away in chains for raping Corey Feldman. That that I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. Um, so. Is this something I should be happy about or not? I don't. I don't know, Candace. You tell us. This well, the, <laughs> we're looking at uh, really a lot of forgiveness here that I think is, uh, you know, probably not going to be happening for a lot of people. And I understand that. I, for myself, have my own little, you know, combination of folks that I will actually, uh, you know probably drink to their demise, but, um, you know, people like Rob Reiner uh, who are, you know, completely corrupted. I mean, uh, there's no loss involved here. Um, I, I think this is really, um, you know, only the tail end of what has happened to Hollywood. Uh, I believe that they're basically in ruins right now. And, and the only people that really are coming forward about this are the people that were abused by the system. And, uh, you know, I've seen many reports outside of, and I know Corey Feldman personally. I worked with him on two films, and, you know, he's a good guy. He tried really hard to keep it in his back pocket because he knew, uh, you know, that when he came forward, they would dogpile him uh, just like they did um, his friend Corey Haim, who ended up dead in River Phoenix and a whole host of other ones. So, uh, you know, their death count is yeah. the one that people are going to not be able to uh, – you know, to really forgive. Um, and that is, of course, on the tail of all of this. I mean, we have a lot of process that's going to take place. Um, another thing I've been following are the lawsuits and the class actions that are going to go down on the CDC. And they're trying to, uh, you know, beg off on all this and make statements about, oh, we didn't know that, you know, I mean, it's like... Immunity. Yeah, it's insane. And that uh, particular aspect. And then there's big tech that, you know, has been uh, basically behind Twitter that has, you know, corrupted the entire lead up to the right. election. We all know that. And then uh, there's also this other phase of uh, operation that they've lost control over because of the dynamics between the United States and China. And uh, this is probably going to affect more people than we want to think about. But um, they have been in this, um, this country for a very long time, and they have manipulated a lot of the uh, financial markets and a lot of the uh, land grabs, um, a lot of the environmental regulation. And uh, I could go on and on, but, but see that we're going to unweave this, and it's going to take quite a while because everything that was done by the Biden administration will be null and void. So that means the money, the EOs, the uh, laws that the Congress made, all of the vacuous agreements that they made with uh, China. Um, and, you know, when you get into an international concept of this entire uh, event, uh, we're going to have to consider that this is not just us here in this country. It's not just our states and our counties. It is everywhere. And I'll tell you one place that's going to come that's going to come to its quick demise. One of them is Canada, 
who is to our north, they're in deep doo-doo for doing business with the Chinese on the West Coast and with MI6 and the Crown on the East Coast. They are going to fall apart. Their entire economy is going to go south. It's going to be a train wreck. And the people up there right now are not capable of coping with it. This is going to really affect them. Their, their whole event that they went through over the last year with the uh, truckers rally, um, and they were you know, really positive about this. I did a lot of programming on that, talked to a lot of people. Um, you know, and, and they, at the end of the day, the only thing that they survived, the reason they survived is because of Starlink. And that's the other thing that has come to pass is just this week, we have a, a new launch that took up a whole bevy of new Starlink, um, what they call, uh, they're part of the chain of command, which are the laser modules that are in there that are going to relay this information. And within two weeks, we are going to see Starlink take over, and they already have, basically, but at this point, they'll be taking all of the government operations over, which means that we remove everything out of the old networking that all of the deep state operated on with the Obama phones and with the uh, internet uh, relays and with the server farms and that all of it is going to light wave communication. Yep. Fiber optics throughout the country, Starlink throughout the world, and then we are releasing by February a phone app that exists on T-Mobile and on um, the other one that works with T-Mobile. I always forget the name of them. If you go out and can get a T-Mobile phone, you can buy, you can get an app for free that will link you up to Starlink anywhere in the world. Nice. And that, my friends, is what is going to happen, and it will change everything. Hey, by the um, way, I wanted to say. I'm using this is my first broadcast using Starlink. I just got it installed it a couple oh, days ago. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna gonna show her on the screen real quick. Um just this is what you know who actually <laughs> what man actually sits like this. This is just <laughs> what man the answer is no man sits like that, but uh a guy with no balls. Uh a guy why does a man, you know, there's a there's a picture of Trump sitting next to Trudeau and and uh Trump's got his legs spread wide apart, and you know, why do why do why do guys man spread? Why does a guy man spread? Because he has balls, that's why. So um yeah, it it's um it, it's pretty bizarre um stuff what's going on in canada i saw i saw snippets of trudeau getting really hammered in uh you know questions of the prime minister which of course happens a lot but it seemed like it was like a brooks it was a little more a little more strident than usual that what was going on with trudeau. well i saw when president she dressed him down in person by the way he didn't send an underling dressed him yeah. down in person and he ran off behind the curtain butt hurt really bad yeah Yep. Um, okay. 
uh, his his butt hurts. Speaking of that, Ron Davidoff says his butt hurts. Uh, Blake does not look fuzzy anymore. Good job on the upgrade. Yeah, yeah it, you know, Candace, it's really interesting that Starlink is going to bring a certain certain um, democratization of the internet, and it, that's what it was initially. And then all the big tech companies got together and said, "Oh no, we're going to stop this," and they've been ruling things for the last 10 years or so, but now Starlink is going to blow that away when it actually gets deployed and yeah. becomes more affordable for the average person, which of course, you know, uh, will, will happen. All right. I, I got another question here that I want to ask you guys about somebody named Andrew Tate. Oh yeah. Was arrested in Romania, apparently <laughs> today or yesterday. Now I, there's some girls I know that apparently that are under 40 that apparently know who Andrew Tate is. And I'm like, who is Andrew Tate? And they're, <laughs> they're saying, well, he's a, he's an MMA fighter and he's a rapper. And I'm just going to tell you right now, there are two ways you can guarantee that I will not know who somebody is. And that is one, tell me he's an MMA fighter. And two, tell me he's a rapper. Cause MM gay is not a sport. It's a homoerotic spectacle. Okay. Boxing is a sport. And now Andrew might kick my ass for saying that. But here's the bottom line. is Apparently this guy has some sort of conservative facade that he puts out, right? And I, I really don't know. I mean, I've seen some pictures of him and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And he's apparently a social media influencer. And people are telling me he's worth like $700 million. And I'm like, how? Is yeah. he worth that? Did he buy? Did he buy Bitcoin at one thousandth of a cent and sell it at, at sixty six thousand? I don't know how. I don't know who he is. I've never heard of him, and it, it's really interesting how our media is becoming so balkanized. Sounds like Brooks, like you know who he is. Well, he um, he's a world class. He is a world class kickboxer. That's for sure. But he has so made a kickboxing. name for himself because he is no holds barred when it comes to blasting. Uh, the jab and Biden and everything that we talk about, he is totally focused on. And okay. he recently put out a, a a post. It was a video where he said, listen, I am not considering suicide. And the way the legal system works, they can charge you with anything they want. And there's no defense against it. Oh, you can get a lawyer. Yeah, he can probably get a lawyer. But it doesn't matter because whatever they want to charge you with, they can charge you with. They don't have to have evidence or anything. Okay. So I'm what happened was uh, uh, Greta Thunberg and him uh, got on at the same time, and it basically he spanked her ass on on uh, video. Well, Gre Greta's not but exactly. That, that wasn't the big thing. The big thing was that he said, and by the way, I'm not going to recycle these pizza boxes. And the pizza boxes were from a local pizzeria in Romania. In Romania. Right. So the Romanian that. authorities then knew he was in country, which they don't usually know where he is because he flies a private jet everywhere. And he makes no bones about it. And he says, look, they're out to get me and they will. They're going to try to kill me or they're going to try to do something. So they arrested him and his brother. By the way, they didn't handcuff either one of them. They just loaded him in a car and off they went. OK, so even though he is close to a billionaire and he's very outspoken and he can definitely defend himself, uh, I think that. Uh, that Tate and his brother are in big trouble because I think the global syndicate has taken them out. We, we shall see, but these are two tough guys and they don't pull any punches and they have plenty of money to defend themselves. And for, for a lot of us out here in the, in the podcast watch uh, audience, they're kind of heroes 
because they don't back down. No matter what anybody says, they will not back down. And I think they hold the same values that we do. Sounds familiar, by the way. I know somebody like that. Um, TV's Blake Wally, you look skeptical. I I hear this story and I'm like, oh, he showed the pizza box so they would know that he had gotten it from Jerry's Pizza. He's got a cell phone so they can track your cell phone. I don't give a shit what anybody says or, oh, I've got some special super duper cell phone blocker. So they can track your SIM card. So they knew where he was. And then he voluntarily gets into the uh, the as the limousine and gets escorted away. I don't know, Blake, you look skeptical. Do you think that this guy's really in trouble or is this all stage craft that we're watching? And then we'll get to Candace, who I'm sure will have something to say about it. But go ahead, Blake. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it could be to some extent. I think that maybe that was uh, blown out of proportion, whether it was the pizza box that, you know, doxed him because it was a local Romanian. That's how he was. But some of his Instagram posts that he was showing he's was in Romania and he's had a home there, I think, for a long time. So, yes, he is a uh, I think Robert said he is a world champion kickboxer. And as Brooks has said, he was also on the reality show in, in UK. Uh, the Big Brother, or the or the UK version of Big, right? Kicked okay. off. I guess he had a video of him like allegedly assaulting a woman. So he's just he's he's like one of the most toxic like alpha people, but not in a in a good way to me. I think he's just an arrogant yeah. creep, and he just oh, totally yeah. blindsided Greta. I hate I don't like Greta at all. But I think people were pointing out, you know, he made Greta look cool and he made himself look like an asshole because he's out like bragging about, oh, he's got 33 cars. Hey, Greta. And I got my Bugatti and it shoots out, you know, this much carbon or whatever. And I got two Ferraris. And if you let me give me your email so I can give you a rundown of all of my uh, 33 different automobiles and how much you know, carbon they emit. Like he just wants everybody to just sit and worship him. Oh, Andrew, let's see your cars. Oh, show me the, you know, it's, it's so disgusting to me how he does that. Now, he does put out a lot of good stuff. So I won't, you know, as, as Brooks says, he does call out a lot of the bad people. So there is some good to him. I don't want to, you know, totally condemn the guy. I just, I, I, I don't like him at all, but you know, he does do some good and is, you know, innocent until proven guilty. They might have tried to go after him, make an example of him. And, you know, they don't want to protect Greta, but he had no reason to even just attack her anyway. So he's just looking. Yeah. I mean, Greta is stupid as a wooden post, but she's a 16 or 18 year old girl. I mean, you know, it's okay. It's okay to stand up to her because you shouldn't let a woman, you know, you shouldn't let Candace tries to bully us all the time on this show. And she hits me. <laughs> and you got to stand up to that. But, um, you know, I mean, and, and yeah, there's, there, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Love you. Um, oh, it's so um, I mean, I mean, look, I, I, I'm not, I gotta be honest. I'm not one of these guys. Oh, um, a man should never hit a woman. I'm sorry. If a, if a woman is in a craze coming after me with a knife, I'm going to knock her out. Okay. I, and, uh, you know, that's, that's, there are circumstances under which it's okay. And, you know, uh, just because a woman is a woman doesn't mean you, you don't fight back with them if they want to engage with you on Twitter or fight somewhere else. It's like, look, if, if you're going to jump into the debate, you, you better be able to stand up there with the boys and, and take the punches too. I'm okay with that. Sounds like he goes a little bit beyond this, and it sounds like they're trying to say something about the effect that 
he's engaged uh, in some sort of trafficking, child trafficking oh. or, or prostitution ring or something. Somebody pointed out human uh, trafficking. Um, yeah, Dave, David. Oh, David Murtos. Oh, we don't we don't trust you anyway. I don't think David yeah, Murtos. He makes money off of like weak men. He's always trying to sell like like the beta males. Like you know, you can be a male like me. Right. Get his programs. But I, I gotta be gets, honest. Yeah. Right. I gotta be honest, Candace. I'm smelling a rat. Okay. I'm my. You know, when I saw some of these girls going, "Oh, Andrew Tate," I just I started smelling a rat, and I didn't even know who the guy was, and I still don't really know much of anything about him. But <clears throat> here's where I'm going with this. Um, don't expect the deep state. Don't don't put it past them to set people up as patriots who are actually deep staters who are going to then go out and abuse women and and get in fights and shoot people and kill people. You know, in other words, we set this guy up as some sort of icon of the patriot movement, and then he turns out to be a complete douchebag. Yeah. That's what I think this guy is. And I, maybe you know more about him than I do, Candace. I hope so, because I'm just throwing it to you to see what you think about my theory. <laughs> Uh, I know less than you do, uh, but it really seems to me kind of like your uh, typical social media, you know, shit face, who cares kind of situation. And I, I don't really put any validity in any of it. it. I agree with Blake on this one, you know, that you can have good people that just are out of control, you know, that just say whatever they want to and people will listen for why, because we're still kind of hung up on this icon thing, you know, and it's really pretty boring, you know, if you look back on it in terms of all of these, you know, manufactured uh, disputes or fights or whatever you want to call it, you know, go back to the days where they did these, um, you know, these reality TV series. And uh, just think how many people got hung up on that, you know, who like couldn't wait for the Kardashians to come on every week or, oh you know, um, and it really was um, completely fabricated. And, uh, you know, nobody that's in the film production business and has been for as long as I was uh, gives any credibility to any of this. It, it just oh, doesn't make I, sense, I you know. Ozzy. I watch Ozzy every week. Well, you know, Ozzy's show was actually had some uh, nice moments, and it's not that I, you know, didn't watch. I mean, I thought it was pretty cool, and his son, you know, was actually the high point. Um, and, you know, so, yeah, we learned some stuff back there, but, uh, you know, it was not a situation where they set up cameras and just filmed ad hoc. This was all, you know, scripted and formula, you know, it, you know, it, it, it's... Having Script. been in two two reality TV shows, Uncovering Aliens and Truth Behind the Moon Landing, I can tell you with assuredness that a great deal, if not all, in our shows, it was a, it was quite a bit of what you see on the screen is is made up and acted out. It's not it's not real. I mean, it's not it's not completely a lie, but it ain't really true either. Like we didn't really get in our truck and chase a black helicopter that we saw that came over us when we were interviewing a UFO witness. Now a black helicopter did come over us while we were interviewing a UFO witness, but we did not get in the car and chase it for 10 miles down a dirt road. Uh, that didn't happen. So, um, okay. That, uh, well, you know, Ron DeVidoff, who cares? I'll tell you why it's important, Ron, uncle Ron, because 
the the scenario I just laid out is if this guy is set up as some sort of icon of the Patriot movement, but in reality he's working for the other side, we have to be very cautious of that because that's what they're going to try to do to discredit us. And that is very important. So when somebody, this is why I am so distrusting of new people that come on the scene. SG Anon. Oh, everybody's talking about SG Anon. What? Who the fuck is SG Anon? Where did he come from? Where's he been the last five years? Um, well, who's the other guy? Uh, Derek Johnson. Who the fuck is Derek Johnson? All of a sudden, this guy with a cowboy hat shows up out of nowhere and has right. two or three million views talking about all this stuff that other people have already talked about. For 18 and- years. 18 years I've been on the air talking about this stuff. Yeah, and I'm just suspicious that these people are setups. That's why I think it's worth discussing this stuff. Negative 48, uh, another one. Yeah, negative 48. Yeah, negative 48 is um, another one. Yeah. So, uh, thank you, Ron. I mean, who cares Who's about the other one? Mel K. Oh, Mel. Mel K is another big one. I don't know. Je- Candace, you like Mel mm-hmm. K, right? Okay. You know, I, I actually don't listen to much of any of these folks. Yeah. I mean, I do look at um, Derek's stuff because he's actually doing some flight uh, monitoring and he knows how to do it. And he takes pictures and he puts them on his Telegram page, which is uh, Rattletrap. Uh, the Derek one is run by somebody else. And everybody knows that that primarily the problem here in social media is that a lot of con men and women come out and pretend that they are the people that you think that, you know, are the ones in front of the camera or whatever. And wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. It's a free for all. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Dumb fuck. As a country singer, he's been around as a truther. He's about six months old. You fucking idiot. Right. So fuck off. Bye. Well, you know, I don't I don't have that same opinion because, of course, he has, you know, he, he just put up a post today where he's been hammered by a lot of people. And he really, you know, he's acting like a kid, you know, but he's not used to it. You know, he's that's what happens to truthers is that, you know, they come forward with some good information and he knows his stuff as far as continuity of government. He he yeah. follows the law yeah. of, uh, Again, you know, of war. You know, so does Phil. Phil did a great job the other night of laying out all this legal stuff, showing that there's been a plan going back to 2017. It's not his right. original material. And he was very clear it wasn't his original material. And people like, OK, attack him for that. I trust Phil a lot more than I trust some guy who just showed up three months ago and immediately got a two million people audience. OK, somebody set that up. And I feel like yeah. we're being gamed at a level yeah. that we're not we're we're buying into too easy. I, I saw the same thing in the UFO community. Corey Good shows up out of nowhere, starts talking about blue chickens from Andromeda, and he's got, you know, lines around the block and everybody wants to run to the fairy tale. And I'm trying to caution everybody, look what happened to him. Okay. It, it the same thing is gonna happen in the truther movement. Be careful who you follow. And I'm not saying don't listen to what they have to say because it could be important. I'm saying be suspicious. Have yeah, some because, discretion. Because, because this is what we see in the deep state. We work for decades to bring this truth forward. 
Right. We educate people. We go to conferences. We spend our own money to go out and speak to hundreds of thousands of people. We're on TV. We're on radio. Hundreds and hundreds of programs. And then somebody shows up. They watch a few of our videos and they go out and all of a sudden, like Mel Kay or somebody else, they go out with two million followers immediately. The deep state puts these people up. Yeah, they're they're the ones that create this popularity. Exactly, exactly. That's the thing is that the the suspicious thing to me is not Derek Johnson or his information. It's the sudden, overnight popularity. Everybody's talking about it because I that to me just smells of deep state, and they want you to jump on the bandwagon. So then you know, as Jody Gordon put it, new guys come on the scene with a huge following, get people to trust and listen, and then they flip. Right. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's kind of what I'm, you know. Corey recanted. Corey recanted his confession. Wow, I didn't know that. That'll be interesting. All right. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, again, I'm just saying, Candace, I, I, this Sander Tate guy to me smells like a setup. And um, I, you know, well, he's, not, he's not. He's just. He's just a hyper ego. He's out there doing his thing, and he's getting great popularity from it. He likes speaking to people because he's a big ego. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I don't. I don't mind people, uh, you know, getting their uh, moment in the in the limelight, so to speak. Yeah. Because we've been we've been shooting for that for a long, long time. I don't have boobs, and I'm not really good looking in public, <laughs> so uh, I don't get those kind of followings. But if you listen to my stuff, and you can go all the way back if you want to 2005, my first appearance on Coast to Coast, it is all integrity. Every single syllable I stand behind. That's why I have you on the show. That's why I have you on the show, Brooks, because I know that. And that's not really the issue for me. It's not a question of, oh, somebody's got a bigger audience than I do. The question is, how did they get that audience so fast? Yeah, yeah. And without help and who's helping them and then why are they helping them and where are they going to lead us and if it's true at all that this guy you know is running a prostitution ring he's not the kind of guy we should be throwing our chips in with it's all i'm saying um am i wrong candace (laughs) well i I mean i i can see it all I think that Brooks said it best, you know, is that a lot of us have been working behind the scenes for a long time. And I, I've never thought that I deserve anything, you know, but I have done some good work. And, you know, I'm looking for an outlet where I can come forward, but it's been damn dangerous. So in some ways, you know, we we have to understand that, uh, you know, a lot of the, the good patriots have been targeted and taken down and you know, we've had to go sideways and, and you know, live on less. I mean, I, I don't know how else to a- approach it. It's just that everything is going to change. I think we'll get our day in the sun. And yeah. I do believe that uh, a lot of these things that we've worked on, and Brooks, you're just at the top of the heap, you know, as far as needing uh, validation and, and also in that really big way is recognition, you know, which is really uh, you know, I don't care. I always worked as the crew. I didn't want the recognition, so I'm comfortable with it, if you will. But uh, I do like, you know, coming up with stuff and, and saying my piece. But 
we see so many out there that are just in it for the, you know, the, absolutely. I mean, look at, look at Patriot voice, look at great awakening, look at the people that have risen to stardom in those networks. Yeah. They're, they're not the true Patriots. They're not the people that need to be speaking to the people. The people that need to be speaking to the people are people like Mike and myself and you and Blake you know, we're the ones that have been paying our dues for a long, long well, time. We've, yeah, we've but never again, deviated and we've never done what we do for fame or notoriety. We're doing it to try to wake up a nation. And that hasn't been appreciated. And I agree wholeheartedly that we will get our due when all of a sudden everybody is set back on their heels and made to listen because yeah. it's. It's just like Clockwork Orange. I don't know if you guys watched that years ago, but to me, it's like the perp of it was walking high and going out and committing ultraviolence, and they had to take him in and put those little things on his eyelids and make him watch films of horror, you know? Um, I mean, it's kind of rude and crude, but uh, that might be what we're going to have to do in order to change the hearts and minds of some of these corrupted individuals i mean that it's it's too bad to change their minds i'm just trying to wake them up they already have this in them they have the light of christ in them all they have to be is shown the way yeah and they'll make their own decision i'm not going to make a decision for them they just need to know the truth yeah, but some people don't want to hear it. So, uh, Crystal, just so you guys know, Andrew Tate was arrested for money laundering, not running a prostitution ring. He will be released in 30 days. Do your research before talking about something, sir. Uh, Crystal, it is widely reported that he was money laundering for a prostitution ring. So you're wrong about that, number one. Secondly, if I'm hearing that it has something to do with trafficking of women, then other people are hearing that too. So it matters that those reports are out there. I'm talking about the reports. And I'm, I don't even know if I believe what he's arrested for is anything he really did. Okay. So uh, put a little less trust in official sources, Crystal. That would be my advice for you. Right. Um, right. So he's doing some shady things with, with women and taking advantage of weak men. And it's something to do with like, you know, getting women to be on OnlyFans is probably where he's getting a cut from something. Plus he's getting uh, all these women to like, you love con all these guys and I guess England or something. They, they fall in oh, love with these women, start sending them money. And, and I mean, that's sorry, where he's getting Bugatti that, money. It's creepy. Stuff, it sucks, but it's but not. All that stuff, that's yeah, other people's material. That, that stuff's all other people's material too. That's Donovan right. Sharp and Roland Tomasi who wrote the rational mail and all these other guys. That's all their stuff. That if he's saying that kind of yeah, thing, you don't become right. worth $300 million by yeah. encouraging people to go on, some fans page he raised his money first by running a cam girl site okay so you know i mean sorry it was uh yeah i just you know yeah and selling his alpha male stuff there's a lot of things that he does again it's not about how big our audience our audience will find us when the time is right i'm not really concerned about that amen Uh, it's it's just guys Guys, 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 don't blindly <laughs> follow people because other people are following them. Okay. The whole point of the Patriot movement is to not be a lemming. Okay. So don't be one. Right. The That's whole idea is to be decentralized. We don't have a leader. 
because it's true. when you get a leader, that's when you get corruption. This is all decentralized. What we're talking about are patriotic Americans, all of us. Uh, multiple casinos in Romania. Wow. I haven't okay. heard that. All right, guys. That's all I had for today. Um, are cam girl sites legal? Um, yeah. As far as I know. Sorry, I clicked on the wrong one. Uh, Ron DeVito. I don't know. Ron? Uh, why? Are you thinking of investing in one, Ron? <laughs> so, sorry. sorry. Uh, that's what I got. Anybody else have anything they wanted to talk about tonight? Candice, you got anything you brought in you want to chat about? You got 10 minutes to state your piece on anything. What do you want to talk about? Well, I kind of talked about the technology thing, but I also do want to address this, and I know that it's something you have avoided pretty steadfastly, but there's more and more coming out about these um, <clears throat> hybrids, and uh, this is really a program that goes back to the 70s and 80s and where they were actually chipping people and now they're programming them um, you're going to notice them because a lot of them have uh, very pale skin they don't have a lot of uh, weight on them typically they they will also have immune deficiency diseases well, that sounds like and they are Wilcox. amongst us <clears throat> that sounds like david wilcock to me to be i'm sorry <laughs> pale and skinny that's david yeah well uh, and then a lot of these folks sorry. are a little bit off, you know, they're not something that you can really follow uh, easily. But, you know, these are the folks that don't have necessarily a soul. And I like that you brought this up, Brooks, because this is really important to discuss is that we are in a war for this planet. And it is the war between God and Satan. And Satan, who is the the prince of this planet who was, uh, you know, brought into the forefront has been getting away with murder. And that's just uh, one of the things that he's gotten away with. And he has infected people to the point that they signed with blood on the dotted line and they're not coming back. I mean, I don't care what you do with people like that, that have become completely thoroughly MK ultra brainwashed uh, looking glass, whatever you want to throw at it, um, is that they are not real people. And so you can't deal with them like real people. And I do believe part of the thing that we're kind of waiting for at this point in time is somebody to come forward and actually start talking about this because we've got a lot of doubles that are wearing masks. We've got people that are, you know, there's not many clones out there. I've got to say that because they are very expensive and very difficult to maintain. But we do have um, these other individuals who are not really the individuals that, that we're looking at on the television. And so, you know, this is also a part of this entire um, script that is getting played out because the more crazy that it looks, the more completely insane that Nancy Pelosi acts, the more we're going to be able to say, oh, like, oh, that's not a real person. Well, you know, I kind of believe that now. And that's going to come within the next couple months, I believe, because our communications are getting cleared up. We've eliminated, um, as I said last week, um, you know, over half of the client base on Twitter has been found to be artificial intelligence. Um, 
this whole issue of uh, transhumanism is coming to a peak as far as people kind of looking at this and going, I don't think that's a good idea. You know, the um, 3D glasses and the, the amount of, um, you know, corruption that's gone on within Microsoft and, you know, all of the programs that they're, you know, been talking about. So, you know, these are all things that, again, I've been studying, you know, sort of very closely. And I'm actually very positive that this will be a part of what our purpose is into the future is to, you know, stand in that place, just like you said, Brooks, of really bringing the spirit forward so that people have something that they can grab a hold of and start to really, you know, integrate into themselves, which is God consciousness, Christ consciousness, whatever you want to call it. And that this is going to be done through frequency. This is something that, you know, again, I've tracked with the frequency of the earth. And right now we have a blank slate that's out there. And I'm talking blank. And it is not something that is is precedented. But there is a line on there that's at 19.5 hertz that goes horizontal (laughs) along the whole... Ah, yeah. my favorite number, by the way. Yes. All right. Go ahead. Sorry. And I so I can open that door and Love tell you it is door. all about the new physics. And this is right down your road, Mike. And, you know, for our intent, for our purposes, for our needs, this is something that we really have to start talking about because it is what the universe wants us to know. It's what, you know, the omnipresent God is capable of. And that if you sit down for a second and just open your mind and start to receive this within your heart and you connect it up to your mind, you have what's called heart brain coherence. And you can find all sorts of uh, videos out there. Um, I just suggest that everybody take a deep breath, do some praying and let this time pass until we really can deal with it the way that it actually looks. We're going to remove the mask off these people. We're going to see the truth. The truth will set us free. All right, Candace, thank you. And in record time, Candace, that was only about five minutes. (laughs) Uh, You know, Candace, I appreciate, um, Bob, this better not be a uh, cam site. Okay, you're putting putting in my chat. Bob's over there educating everybody about webcam sites and stuff. I'm like, how do you know so much about this, Robert? Thank you, Robert and Ron, for your stellar, stellar performance as mods for the show. I really appreciate that. Um, Candace, you know, we did a show about AI before. Why don't we do another one? I mean, if you're really feeling like unheard about it, then come on, we'll do a Tuesday or Thursday and uh, put it up as a special premiere and, you, and we can talk about AI. You can talk about it to your heart's content. It's just with this show, this is more of a, I don't know, it's more, it feels like more of a general news show and uh, we can't get into the depth that you would like to hear. So let's do that. All right. Sounds good. I, I, you know, going into the details and really explaining it on a, you know, a 101 basis where you're kind of just lay it out and say, you know, start to be observant, start to really play with these things because uh i can tell you how to make them glitch i can tell you how to set them off you know i can also tell you how to go to sleep so 
these are the things that I've been developing over the last couple of years that I think is going to be very important for folks to have this in their toolkit. You know, I talk about the toolkit. All right. So we'll do that. All right. Sounds great. Um, TV's Blake Wally. Do you have any other subjects you'd like to bring to the table tonight to have uh, all of us discuss? I'm going to turn it over to you. Um, I guess I could just follow up a little bit on, on what Candace is saying. I mean, it's definitely uh, an epic time to be alive, and we've got quite a challenge uh, facing humanity, and we have to uh, evolve some way in a hurry, I suppose, change our frequency or whatever. If we're uh, battling against you know deep fakes or aliens or AI right. or clones, we're gonna have to you know get uh, get more. Frozen Blake, hang on. But it is uh, quite a time, and, and I don't know exactly how we're going to uh, pull this out, but I am uh, trying to uh, be optimistic about our chances. Maybe we can just get like some unlocks with our, our DNA. We're such limited creatures that only see uh, so much of our... Uh, Frequency, we're such in our infancy of our evolution. We only use so much of our DNA, only so much of our our, bra our brain, our, our mind. There's still so much more to go. We have no idea how we're being taken advantage of by uh, all these uh, bad actors that are out there that have been, you know, involved in, in basically uh, mind control for a long time, and people that have, uh, you know, secret knowledge that have been uh, they've been holding back on us for a long time to uh to benefit themselves at our, at our own expense so i have no idea how this all ends but it is uh the greatest reality show in the galaxy and uh hopefully it's uh, entertaining somewhere and uh, i look forward to uh, hopefully a, a resolution for someday and we can all have this uh you know people that can, can look back at this and the scholars and studying uh th this time in our evolution and in figure out how we got uh, overcame this uh, insurmountable challenge that we're being handed uh, in the universe here. So very exciting. That's all I've got. If you want to read more about that, buy, buy this book called The Choice by Mike Barra. It talks all about that stuff. It's a really cool thing. And yeah, we are at a special time, Blake. And um, it's um, it's going to be interesting to see how it, come out, uh, it comes out. And, you know, people are on me. Like last night I did this podcast with uh, Gil Babel, Cardinal Sin, and Doomcock. And we talked about Mars and everything, which is really cool. But everybody's like, well, why do you talk about that more about that stuff? Because there's nothing happening. Because there's nothing new that we don't already know. I've known there was an ancient ruined civilization on Mars since 1991 or so, you know? I know, I know it. there's nothing new happening. And I think a big reason why nothing new is happening is the aliens are just sitting back watching this moment in time and saying, what are they going to do? How's it going to come out? And they're not going to do anything until they, you know, again, free will until we figure out which direction we're going to go. I think we've already made the choice. Hence why the book is called The Choice. But, uh, you know, and see how it all comes out. Uh, Brooks, anything else you would like to bring to the table that hasn't? Yeah, I'm going to bring one word, by the way. Um, Blake, I, I agree with most of what you said. Uh, I think that uh, Not all there, of it, but most of it. there is a frequency <laughs> that we need to align to. Uh, I don't think that uh, we're hopeless. I think there's a lot of hope, and I think that we are uh, aware and awake about what mortality is about. It is the greatest show in the universe, and we spent a lot of energy and a lot of time to get here to be alive on the same planet that Christ 
was born. But I would like to leave one word with you for 2023 that you need to be aware of. It's a type and a shadow. It's a word, Carvana. Carvana went bankrupt. And all those premium used cars that they have and those vending machines all around the country, the ones you see the trucks delivering uh, cars to all over town, they're going to have to be sold. And they're going to be sold at one time. And this means that the price of used cars is going to fall. So if you're in the market for a new car, a newer car than what you have right now, wait. Because the price is going to fall. And it's just one of the many bubbles that are going to pop in 2023. Hold on to your cash. Don't make your commitments yet. But you're going to get a better car in 2023. And it's going to be worth the money. That sounds so like a prediction. I think you yeah. are. Plus all the repos. Um, Plus all the people that are know, losing their job or their money, and they're going to be selling their car. And that's they're the interesting. That's yeah. Here. That's really interesting, Those Brooks, problems. because oh, I'm NASCAR, sorry. Yeah, well, you know, NASCAR champion uh, Jimmy Johnson was, raced the last two years in Indy cars and didn't do very well, but his sponsor was Carvana. And after the season was over, they, well, he's not going to be back in IndyCar next year. And I'm like, well, I wonder what happened there. And it's because his uh -huh. sponsor went bankrupt. That's what happened. Uh -huh. So I didn't know that. And that's really interesting. That's I'm going to count that as one of your predictions. Okay, guys, that's going to wrap up the new segment of the show. We're going to get to the very end here, the entertainment portion and for our top three or five or whatever we're going to do, we're going to all make predictions. I want your predictions for next year, minimum of three, maximum okay. of, well not a maximum of five minimum of three if you, you can make ten if you want um my brother dave is here hi dave how's it going did you uh, bring me food no he didn't bring me food and he's bringing some food. <laughs> hi, dave. So we're, gonna, we're gonna wrap this up uh all right so predictions for next year i actually let me make a caption for predictions because that's what you do on a new year's show right you you mm -hmm. do right you do predictions so um I'm going to make a few predictions. I'm going to start with the easy ones uh, at the beginning for my predictions. Um, I predict there will be a flood somewhere next year. I predict there will be forest fires somewhere next year. Um, now let's get to the good stuff. That that way I can't be completely wrong. Okay, I, that, I'm two for two. I already know I'm two for two. Um, wow, I I predict I predict that I. Uh, I predict that I will uh, smooch Stephanie Lynn Jackson for New Year's Eve next year. Where are you, Stephanie? Video. I saw you in earlier stuff. Video, uh, yeah, there you are. Happy New Year's, she said. Okay, to everybody. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, many blessings for 2023 to you, too. All right. So, predictions. I predict that January 6th will not be what we hope it is, that they will not rule absolutely categorically on the Brunson case at that time. Um, I think they kick the can. I, I really do. If they even do anything that day, I don't think, I think January 6th is going to be a disappointment. That's my first prediction. My second prediction is I do believe that Joe Biden will be removed from office in 2023. I think you can count on that, that we cannot survive another um, year with this guy in office. So he has to go. I do predict that Donald Trump will be back in the presidency sometime in 2023. That has to happen for the uh, Republic to survive. That's not very hard to do. Um, and uh, the other thing I think I, I want to predict my, my fourth or fifth prediction, my fifth prediction, 
um, is I do think there will be new national presidential elections in the United States in 2023, hopefully in March. But I, I believe all those things are going to happen. I do. Oh, and sixth thing, I do believe there will be a currency reset. I hope it is what we think it is, but I do predict that everything will be reset on the monetary system side um, in 2023. I don't think we can get another year out of this tired old uh, messed up system. So you guys all mark that down. I'm going to delete this video off Rumble so there's no record of it. Those are my, what, six predictions. All right. TV's Blake Wally. Are you ready? You want to go? Uh, sure. Why not? Let's, uh, let's let this... <laughs> this is a spontaneous uh, list here. And I'm just going to be optimistic because I don't want to be a, a, a Debbie Downer here and uh, say anything. So how about, uh, yeah, the Brunson thing happens. Uh, it's, it's awesome news. It reverses everything. Uh, America wins. Um, how about uh, Carrie Lake will also uh, win Arizona, and that will be a, a huge thing. It'll oh. be a big game changer. Um, how about... Elon Musk will, uh, you know, expand Twitter. It'll uh, become this new sort of uh, media organization that uh, everyone's going to. It's going to be all the rave with all the cool kids, and uh, that'll that'll destroy the uh, legacy media. How about? Oh, how about just a personal one? How about the Vikings win the Super Bowl? Oh, they're uh, <laughs> calling it number one, and then we'll say uh, Trump returns. Um, and he's going to announce, he's going to make me the, uh, the white house press secretary and I'll be high <laughs> the entire time. And then seven, how about, <laughs> how about we'll be welcome to the intergalactic community by the, uh, the, the benevolent aliens that are like, fine, great. They're going to welcome us in. They're going to be congratulate us on all of our huge victories in 2023 and beyond. Oh, you think aliens this year. Wow. <laughs> aliens. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. And again, guys, they don't have to, they can be the same predictions other people make. There's no problem with that. I mean, just predict what you really think is going to happen in the next year. And I would like to say also, I don't, I'm a skeptical person by nature. And until I see it, I don't believe it. That and so I'm gonna go up and I'm gonna go down. I, I'm already on the emotional roller coaster for you guys, so you don't have to be. Okay. So I may feel really down and it's never going to happen and Trump's never coming back and all that stuff. But I did make the predictions because that is what I do honestly think is going to happen. Candace, how about your predictions for 2023? Uh, this is kind of hard for me because I, I really try not to predict the future, um, yeah. even though I actually do know what's going to happen. So it's uh, <laughs> um, I, I don't actually want to be right. And that's my big prediction is that if I say anything, it's not going to come true All right. <laughs> because uh, there's this dynamic out there that um, exists. And I think that it is uh, going to be without a doubt, it will be the strangest year that anybody has ever ever seen and uh we're going to see things happen that uh, don't make sense people will be coming forward that actually are masters they're ascended masters they're going to come into the incarnate and they're going to be around and they're going to start instructing people how to heal themselves how to deal with all of this crazy that's gone on 
how to clarify their minds and so they work correctly. It's not anybody out there has a mind that works correctly. And we're all going to be on the path of ascension. And you can talk about that sort of just like, okay, it's just a word, right? But enlightenment is something that really means something. So if I'm going to work in the next year trying to help people, that's where I want to have my success is helping people to enlighten themselves, to understand what the ascension process is all about, and then to identify the individual traits that we can take advantage of because we truly have the power to do all this stuff, but we need to be guided. And so that's why I say that we're going to have people that we can really see in the flesh and that that is going to be what is going on this next year. So those are my predictions that aren't predictions. Okay, and you're gonna so you're gonna help people to adapt to the new world that we're gonna find ourselves in uh, this year. And by the way, a lot of people agree with you. A lot of people that I trust and like really do say that things are going to get uh, very, very different. All right, Dr. Brooks Agnew, you are the what do they call it? The uh, anchor leg of this uh, <laughs> this relay team. Batting, you yeah. you gotta bring home the gold. It's up to you. Let's have I teach a class once a month uh, on remembering the future, the physics of the soul and time travel. And as part of this, I have a master journaling class, which, by the way, is this journal right here. And what we do is we write down the future in these books. And they're our future. They're what we want to manifest for the future. And once they're anchored in these books, then they begin to resonate with what's going around us in the present. We put those energies into those things in the present and our future of our choice begins to manifest. The universe has no choice but to, to deliver it. It is a formula that works. So my prediction for 2023 is, first of all, there's going to be great financial upheaval, but it's going to be good for everybody because we're going to see these global... Uh, financial concerns uh, go through convulsions. And mm -hmm. as they do, of course, they're going to be raining down money everywhere, which is going to be worthless. What's going to happen is the value system of Earth is going to change. Yep. Yeah. We're going to go to a different base. I don't know if it's going to be gold or silver or some rare number like Bitcoin, but it is going to change. Fiat currency is going to hemorrhage. Another thing that's going to happen is I believe that in 2023, we are going to have global first contact with an intelligence off this world. Global first contact with an intelligence off this world. That is going to change another great base of belief and war and conflict in this country, and that is in this world, and that is religion. Religion is going to collapse in 2023. I'm not saying people's faith. I'm not saying their alignment with God. I'm not saying their alignment as a human being with the eternal. It is religion as a whole is going to collapse. And we're going to see an alignment of the human soul with the origin of source in the universe. 
Those are pretty big predictions. Those are not small predictions, Dr. Brooks. And uh, here's to you, little Dr. Pepper. Boy, was that something else. That was perfect because what I said is led right into what you said because it'll be the Ascended Masters that are going to help us navigate this, right? I'm I'm out of Jim Beam, so that means that the <laughs> Brooks's drunken predictions for 2023. All right, guys, that is going to wrap up the year 2022 for this show. It's been a great year. Thank you to all my co-hosts for being here: Candace Whitelight, TV's Blake Wally, and Dr. Brooks Agnew. Thank you guys for having it for a great year. It's been a great year of Saturday and Friday night shows. I'm glad we're doing that on the schedule now. I appreciate every single one of you in the audience. Thank you for being, well, not every single one of you, but all the good people. Thank you especially to Ron and um, Robert for being uh, very, very good um, <clears throat> mods for these two YouTube channels. I really appreciate that. You guys have done a fantastic job. And I want everybody to have a very safe, and very fun New Year's Eve celebration tomorrow night. Happy New Year. And we'll see you all back, I guess, next year. All right. right on. Love you. Yeah. See you next year. Have a good one. <laughs> Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. Thank you. Love and light and blessings. <laughs>